Hi, everyone. It's Paul Miller of the Free Time Free Spill podcast I'm a host of, and I'm with Samuel today. And we're going to talk about um, the differences of our cultures and other things. Uh, so what are your services uh, for podcasters? Well, hello there, Paul. Hope you're doing well. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, I'm over in the UK. Um, so we'll, we'll get on to that a bit later about the differences between the UK and the US. Um, but yeah, great question. I mean, so basically, I, I do a couple of different things. Um, I uh, work with a podcasting company, uh, which helps podcasters do specific things like build websites, uh, get the podcast out there, marketing for podcasts, all that kind of stuff. But not just that, I, I'm mainly really passionate about um, podcasting myself. I've got my own podcast that talks about society um, and about life as a 20-something within the 21st century. Um, and that's called 2325. Um, I'm 23, 23 years old, and my co-host is 25. That's why it's called 2325. And the number one question I always get is, what's going to happen when you're 24? Are you going to change the name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 29. Is no. <laughs> my last year. This is my last year of being 29. Yeah? I'm in my 20s. Cool. So like on, on my podcast, if this was my podcast, Paul, I'd ask you a question about like some of the tips and things that you've learned throughout your 20s. What sort of things, would, if you were to give some advice to like a young 23-year-old like me, what sort of advice would you give to me? I've learned to keep a routine, to write down like what's going on in your day, like to keep a journal, to like keep a routine, like have a to-do list every, each day, like to and check it off and add up to your accomplishments i also like in my 20s like i've i've been to college i've done nine months in massage like you have to have like some type of direction and that mm -hmm. helped me have some discipline and balance and do some traveling do some traveling when you can i know covid stuff going around not too many people are yeah, like yeah. uh being that active um always always believe in yourself and do something that you love like it'll get you far in life and always stay have order and organization skills. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, no, totally. have a vision. Have a vision too of like what you want to do in life. Even if you even if you have like a fifty year goal, like you you can in your twenties you can plan that like it's attainable and it's it's more reachable, like like so you can always come up with something and keep it like keep it on paper or keep it on a document on the uh, laptop or something. And you can follow those goals and just check them off. Like, awesome, awesome. I mean, there's some really good tips, right? Um, so you know, I mean, they're definitely things that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely consider doing. I mean, I, I do journal already. I'm a big journaler, um, like yourselves. I mean, I think it just helps, especially with like difficult situations, just to clear your mind by writing it down. It just makes things clear. Do you feel the same yeah, way? Yeah, organize my thoughts really. Hmm. No, it's good. It's really How nice. do you podcast? How do I podcast? Yeah, like what you what goes into it, like your uh, structure and stuff. So basically, uh, me and my co-host Josh, um, we we've kind of got a bit of an agreement. We don't do any prep for the podcast whatsoever, because when you think about podcasting, especially if you've got a co-host. Um, usually it's a conversation, right? And sometimes the worst conversations, the worst podcasts I've ever listened to are the ones where people have written scripts, right? You know, like actually written full out scripts um, and then they've started to, to kind of stick to the script and talk to each other in that sort of way. And, and actually when, when you do that, 
um, you kind of don't, it doesn't feel natural to the listener, right? Um, if you have a proper conversation, um, just completely off the wall, um, two people having a chat, it feels much more natural. So we, we don't do any planning or preparation for our podcast whatsoever. We turn up every Sunday um, in our little little studio that we've got. And we, uh, I say studio, it's just some microphones in my flat. Um, but <laughs> we call it a studio. Uh, but we turn up, we have a chat, and uh, we just publish it straight after. So there's nothing, there's no prep for me. <laughs> Yeah. What about you? Do you do you do much prep for the podcast? I have like a guide, like just like some talking points that I want to talk about, like, but I I don't I don't have a all scripted like a screenplay, like I don't have like just reading from paper, like I find it best, like letting it flow, being spontaneous from the heart, and like a conversation too. Hmm. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I definitely feel the same way. I think like the best podcasts are the ones which are completely natural. You know. I yeah, mean, for, almost, go on. It's almost like a conversation over the phone. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but with microphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm using my laptop uh, to build it, the internal uh, speakers and stuff. Oh, nice. But cool. I do, I do have a mic. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I think that's the beautiful thing about podcasting, you know. Um, like years ago you had to have a microphone all that kind of stuff but the computers the phones they're really pretty good now at it aren't they yeah so it just makes it easy for anybody to just start a podcast all that kind of stuff yeah i started on my phone but the quality wasn't good using anchor and mm-hmm. like talking to hosts on uh on the anchor app like sometimes the phone would just shut off like <laughs> i don't know if i didn't have a good phone but it would just shut off like in the middle of a conversation like 20 minutes in yeah crazy absolutely crazy i mean look some of them are good some of them are bad you know they're all different right yeah um but you know it's just it just is what it is um but yeah it really is accessible now especially with anchor Anchor's really good for a mobile because people can just record the whole thing on the mobile phone right yeah i just i upload my recordings um to the anchor but i don't, I don't use um the recording feature unless i'm sometimes i do it by myself like i'll, mm-hmm. I'll use the recording feature Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So do you want to start talking about society in the US and the UK? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. So so tell me a little bit about, you know, how do you, what do you, what is your opinion on society in in the US? Me myself, I try to stay positive. I I go by the law. I try to be civilized. I I notice there's a lot of people uh, in, in the gang culture and like they want to be violent and stuff and they're misled at, at a young age so i try to promote positivity in my in my music in my life everything that i do i try to reflect that and that's what i stand on cool. but the culture is changing the society is um is developing like whether it goes in a good or bad direction in in certain regions and stuff i, I see that yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think everything's changed, especially because of COVID. You know, yeah, like everything, everything's kind of changing and evolving um, in its own unique way. You know, but it's just like it's it's too early to tell if it's positive or negative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people say it has worked for them because they're getting they're getting money and stuff like in the U.S. and stuff like their their business is booming and stuff. But mm-hmm. then some people they might not get exercise or they might stay home. It might make them more depressed yeah yeah 
and mental health is such an important thing isn't it yes you know i mean that's something that's really really big in the uk for example a lot of politicians at the moment you know um, even the royal family are very very big on mental health and it's mm-hmm. really really good to see in the uk that sort of even the institutions at the top are really kind of um trying to support mental health now um and actually get things out there and it, the the mood has changed massively i mean in the uk like 20 years ago um if someone had depression they would be shunned you know i'm not sure what it was like in the us but in in the uk you know societal sort of norms would really really kind of anybody that was suffering mental health problems would be you know kind of put away um you know neglected all that kind of stuff no support whatsoever whereas now in the last couple of years last five or so years it's really become much more normal to have sort of mental health problems and to actually talk about them and all that kind of stuff people talk about it more um in the u.s i don't know how it was like back in the day like when i was younger but I also I also uh, suffer with not I don't suffer but I have um, a mental illness schizoaffective it's like bipolar and schizophrenia. Okay. Is that difficult? Is that difficult to live with? No, it's not the worst kind. I just I take my medicine and stuff, but I I use coping skills and stuff. I'm still positive, strong-minded, mm-hmm. and stuff. I still motivated to do things. Like I've created a book. I've done music. I still socialize with people and stuff like how we're doing now yeah, and yeah yeah i still make a way like yeah that's the best thing you can do really isn't it in any situation is to try and keep going you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean what would you say like if you've got is there a motivational quote or you know an idol or someone that you've looked up to before in times of need uh, i'm trying to think uh Anybody, anybody that's doing positivity, especially if they're in my genre or in the stuff that I'm doing, like, like uh, music, like there's so many like common. There's like he's a he's a rapper, he's a conscious rapper, and it's so it's so many different people. I I can't, uh, but I'm inspired by like everyone, like mm. everyone is your teacher. That's a really good way to look at things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're actually right. Like, everybody you meet, they teach you something, right? Yeah, you can learn something, especially if they have right intentions and they mean well and stuff. That's amazing, man. It's a good it's a good, it's a a good, good vibe. In fact, you know, just from talking to you, like, over the last couple of minutes, I've really kind of known that you've got, like, a really positive vibe, you know? Yeah. That's what I try to maintain. Yeah. And how do you maintain it? Like, what do you do to maintain it? I like, I, I do so much writing. Like I express my thoughts through writing. Everybody has some a way to express themselves. Like whether that's basketball, movies, f- photography, or um, anything like art. Like you, you have to find some, some way to express yourself. And I express myself through writing. That's, that's my higher purpose. Like, and that's why I'm so creative. Like I've been writing for, for the last 11 years since 2009 february nice. 11 i think and i haven't stopped i haven't stopped writing amazing amazing and is that just music or do you i mean is it other things as well yeah writing podcasting music healing stuff like i i practice like meditation a little bit oh i'm really big on meditation what's some of the things you do in meditation so for me, I mean, like, look, I, I once met, so I used to do some music um, 
at live events, right? So I used to do some work with bands and musicians over in the UK. So I used to run gigs and stuff. So I used to book musicians in, etc., um, and then you know work with the venue to get the event sorted and everything like that. I came across this guy, right? Absolutely unbelievable guy, right? He used to be a Buddhist monk, right? Yeah. And he at one of these events, right? We were having a uh, we we're having a pint, a beer, um, in a beer garden of a pub that we'd we'd done a done a sort of a, a, a band played at. One of our bands played at. And he started talking to me about, you know, meditation and, and convincing me how it works and everything. And this is what he said to me. It's from a book. I'll, I'll try and find, remember what book it's from. He said it's like this, right? He said, Sam, this is how meditation should be. This is the biggest mistake people make with meditation is they usually think that it's sitting there and all that kind of stuff, just looking at a wall and all that kind of thing. But actually, meditation is like this when you simplify it down. You know, a glass of orange juice, right? An orange juice glass with bits in, you know? So you pour the orange juice into the glass. What happens to the bits when you pour it? Do you know? It fills the glass up. It fills the glass up, but the bits inside the, you know, like the pulp, the orange pulp, right? The okay. bit of the orange. It and actually move moves around the whole glass. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens if you leave that glass there for an hour? What happens to all the pulp? It sits. It sits. It goes down to the bottom of the glass. And that's how he described meditation to me. Meditation is the time it takes to, to make the pulp sit, right? So all the mm -hmm. bits moving around, they're all your thoughts, right? Everything that's going on yeah. in your life. And if you sit there and process what's going on, all the bits gently settle to the bottom of the glass. So for me, it's, it's more about processing. Because a lot of people say meditation is trying to think of nothing, right? But yeah. actually, this guy told me, use the time to think. Because it's only when you think that the pulp in the glass actually settles to the bottom of the glass. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, soon soon enough, like you pay attention to your emotions, be sit there with yourself, and then all of a sudden it'll quiet the mind after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was the way it was described to me. So for, for me, I, I very much do that, right? I do the opposite. I don't think of nothing. I think of everything that's going on in my life. And then by doing that, I'm able to come clear of well to become clear with what I need to do with certain things, um, yeah. you know what I should try and develop in certain areas, because if you neglect these thoughts, right? If you neglect the thoughts in your mind, that's when you potentially have problems. You know that's when um, your body catches up with you and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's when stress kicks in, so you start getting you know uh, physical sensations that your mind are creating. You know, and if you actually mm -hmm. just think about them and process them, that's when you're able to really kind of find that peace that you're looking for yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah so what about you when you meditate do what what do you do what's your sort of process i use the uh, in insight timer app okay you're familiar uh I've, 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 i'm not familiar with that specific app but i'm guessing it's one where it sets a time yeah it sets a time and there's also guided meditations but i've also learned from someone about uh meditation and basically i sit I sit up, like, because how they say um, Mother Earth, Father Sky, like, you, you get more energy and stuff. Like, it's it's not fear or nothing when you're laying down. Sometimes I do lay down when I'm doing, like, certain type of meditations. Mm -hmm. But I I sit up and I, I have my legs folded and I have my hands facing up because more energy comes through your hands. And I I think about 
like quieting the mind, but also like I pay attention to my emotions. And if I'm out of my body, I come back in, I center myself in my heart and stuff. And like, I might focus on one thing. Like if there's a TV in another room or something, I'll like, if it's, a, it's a, like a, a tiny distraction or something, I'll focus on that or, and nice. I'll, I'll just calm my mind down too. But I also, I also listen to everything. I, I listen to the universe and stuff and what's going on. Cause you're in a dark space and everything is energy. Yeah. Like you got like the lights turn off. I listen to binaural beats and it's pretty good. I get something each time from it and I, I feel light after, like, I feel like everything in me, like, it's just like, like a light, like a nice light beam. It's that peaceful sounds too. really cool. Sounds really and peaceful, right? Energy. Yeah, I have more energy too. And it's peaceful. So how often, how often do you meditate? It's been a while. I think, um, like I, I did some praying the other, I think that was last week, but uh, it's been a while. So I want to get back into uh, meditating because it's fun. Mm. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I mean, it, the, I think you're supposed to, like the the best way to really kind of get it into your life is to is to regularly do it. You know, like yeah. um, I try and do it at least once a week. Um, but there are some days, like for example, sometimes I'm I, I've got a lot of stress. You know, so, like if I'm very busy with some of the clients I'm working with or something, and I've got deadlines. It can be quite yeah. stressful. So when I when I have more stress, I tend to do it like more frequently. So like a couple of days a week, you know, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff to really help deal with those sort of situations. It's kind of like um, the best description I can use it as is I use it like a pill. You know, when you've got a headache, you yeah. take a painkiller, right? It's the same with like, if you feel stressed, take an hour of time to do some meditation. It'll do the same effect as a painkiller, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So no, it's it's really good. It's really good to meditate and all that kind of stuff. It, it really helps with the body and you know all that kind of stuff that we just described as in terms of like you know getting better and feeling good and all that kind of stuff as well. I also jogged the other day. I, I rode the bike a mile. I jogged a mile. I, I nice. walked the last lap, and I felt I felt really great after I did some jogging because it was a while since I had exercised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now exercise is so important as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I cycle, so I do some cycling. Um, I try to do it three times a week. This week I've only done it twice, so I slap myself on the wrist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, like with um, like with, I think uh, I was gonna say about meditation. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like with the, the music that we listen to, the music that we consume, it can be peaceful. Like just like with uh, classical or um concentration music or reading music like it's peaceful like like uh mozart or something like that on youtube yeah yeah, yeah. You, like that stuff is like it really calms my soul like just listening to certain music like that our our sound healing stuff yeah no totally totally agree it's really nice in fact a good one for you and a good one for your listeners maybe um if you type into youtube 24 7 feel good music um and it's just a live stream they also have a spotify playlist um, but the music on there is so good and it's really chilled out sort of electronic -y sort of stuff but you know it's worth checking out it's really good music okay sounds really great i mean are you into that sort of stuff as well i know you i know you obviously oh, yeah. like hip-hop and stuff but electronic music yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested in, in in peaceful music i know it can be common or activating so i know uh i, I try to 
listen to stuff that activates me and stuff and also that's common. Nice. No, it sounds peace, good. Peace of mind. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you cook at all? No, I don't. I don't really cook. All oh, right, <laughs> I okay. Need to get better. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I cook. I was just going to say because like one of the things that also I find quite good like from a meditation perspective is cooking is really good for meditation because like you've actually got to get all the ingredients together. Um, you know, like, if you actually make something from scratch, you know, like an actual entire dish, like, um, like for example, something I made the other day, I made a uh, vegetable and chicken curry. Um, so you have to make the sauce, you have to cut the vegetables up, you have to, um, you know, do the rice properly, all that kind of stuff, put it all together on the plate, get it all right at the right timing. Something like that. It's, it's, it's very good for mindfulness, right? Because like you're you're able to to just focus on one task, which is cooking, right? Yeah. And also the other benefit of that is is that you get to make a nice meal. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And if it tastes good, then you can uh, you can kind of boast about it. Like for example, um, if I make a really good meal, first thing I do is is I speak to my girlfriend. I'm like, next time you come over, I'm cooking this for you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, no, I mean, cooking is a good way to do that as well. What's there to do in the UK? Like, what's some good uh, places and stuff? Like, they got pubs and stuff? Oh, the UK, if you don't know anything about the UK, then the first thing to know is that we're a bunch of alcoholics, right? <laughs> so um, every opportunity, literally, this is the best way to describe it, okay? You get promoted at work, let's go down the pub. You get fired from work, let's go down the pub. You get married, let's go down the pub. You get divorced, let's go down the pub. <laughs> every single thing, honestly, there's there's something, there's not anything in, in the UK. If anything happens, the, the first thing that somebody will say to you is, let's go down the pub. So it completely um, is, 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 you know, one of those things. Absolutely one of those things. Yeah, and y'all love tea too. Yeah, we love tea. We're big on tea. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we don't make it the American way. I, I think I saw something on TikTok the other day, or um, it was maybe it was Facebook of um, this American uh, family that living in the UK, and they were like, "This is how you make British tea." And the comments, you know, loads of British people like that is not how you make tea, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's so different. Like, for example, I, 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 if I'm correct, you heat stuff up in the microwave, right? So you heat the water up in the microwave. I would use, um, like, a coffee pot or something, like a Keurig machine. Yeah. See, everything over here, we have kettles and things. So, like, um, if we want it, we boil some water, and then we pour the boiled water onto the tea bag, and then add the milk and add the sugar and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. So it's, it's a little bit different to the way the Americans do it. <laughs> I they go to Starbucks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But no, yeah, no. I mean, things in the UK. So, yeah, pubs are one of the things that happen. But the UK is so nice in terms of greenery, right? So we have lots of forests, woodlands, all that kind of stuff. So lots of people um, tend to spend their weekends going for walks, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. you know. But the other problem with being British and living in the UK is it always rains. So, you know, there's never any consistency in the weather. Um, even in the summer, it would be like this week is going to be the weather forecast to be like se seven days of sun, and you're guaranteed at least three of those days will be rain. Um, it's just always raining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever been to the UK? No. The farthest I've been was to New York. Okay. I'm in cool. Louisiana. 
Oh, nice, nice. Like the so, path of the fates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been to New York. I've also been to Washington, D.C. Um, but they're the only two places I've been to in America. I'd really love to get into sort of middle and south. You know? Yeah, that's, that's some good places. Like, uh, I heard that California is good. Uh, I've been to Texas. Texas is really nice. Like, nice. It's a good, um, it's a good vibes over there. Like Austin and stuff. Like I love Texas. It's like my favorite out of all the places I've been to. Cool. Yeah, no, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. I mean, like that's the sort of thing. So, like in the UK, for example, um, we have things like that. I mean, you know, but we don't really have much. It's it's a bit different because obviously in the US you've got so much stuff, right? Like land. Um, it's just so big. It's so much bigger than the UK. Yeah. Um, that you're able to you're able to just kind of go to other states and things like that really easily and all that kind of stuff. Whereas in the UK we're kind of stuck on the island, right? Um, yeah. That that we have. So so usually it's it's you know like I said walking around in fields and um, you know trees and wooded areas and all that kind of stuff. National Trust we call it, um, the National Trust parks. And then um, you know that's also really good for your mental health, by the way. It's really good to kind of be around nature and all that kind of stuff. So we're quite yeah, lucky nature, in the way that we've got nature that. is really good to be yeah. outside nature but you know most most people socialize in restaurants um you know and all that kind of stuff and shopping we do lots of shopping uh we do have cinemas and stuff over here but they're not i, I wouldn't say they're as big as in america we don't really go to the cinema that much um you know all that kind of stuff so really we a lot of uh, I, i'd probably say the majority of our socializing time is 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 involving alcohol <laughs> <laughs> having a good time huh yeah, no, it's one of the, like I said, it's one of those countries. Um, it, it really is. Um, and if you ever came to the UK, if you ever do come one day, um, you'll notice completely how everything resolves around drink. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can't go anywhere. Even at the airport, they'll they'll be like, "Welcome to the UK. Here's a pint." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, but no. What about the US? So, like, what what sort of things do you do in the US and get up to? The U.S., um, sometimes it can be boring, but I mean, downtown, there's like, there's bars, there's all kinds of, uh, there's places that you can drink tea and stuff, like coffee shops, mm-hmm. and where you can read books, there's libraries, there's, because I'm, I'm in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and okay. the, the cities that's close by, like the big cities, like um, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, are like they're the big areas that a lot of tourists go like new orleans and stuff like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have a uh, barber street a lot of people they go they they drink they do all they do all sorts of things and it's like a tourism industry and stuff like there's a cruise ship um there's an airport the, the armstrong airport nice. and they're known for their jazz music and stuff in new orleans but I, I love going. I love going to Texas, Austin, and stuff like downtown Sixth Street. Like I remember for New Year's, I went one time and like we was like at like it was like a club, but it was so nice. It wasn't like ratchet or nothing. It wasn't like just a a bad area, but it was it was really nice. Like how they had everything set up in there. Mm. That's really cool, man. And so many different uh, places you can go in uh, in Texas and stuff like. There's Round Rock, the, the outlet mall and stuff. There's like Nike stores. There's so many different stores, food courts and stuff. Like you really can socialize good. And like they had um, 
they had like a uh, lights uh, thing. I think it was like a festival or something. But it like they had lights set up for Christmas one time, and we had went like me and my family and stuff. Nice. I'm just looking online. I was correct in my thinking. Texas is bigger than the UK. Really? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I mean. You know, like there's yeah, there's... It's one of the big. I think it's the biggest one in the uh, <laughs> in the US. Yeah, but these are the, 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 the states. The states that are bigger than the UK is California, Nevada, Arizona, yeah, California, New Mexico, yeah, California, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Oregon, Texas, Alaska, and Michigan. They're all bigger than the UK. <laughs> So that's yeah. what I mean when I say like it, we're, we're an island. We're pretty stuck here, you know. <laughs> the West Coast. I mean, they got a lot of good things going on. Like, um, like they got the movie industry. They got like it's a lot of um, some like Nevada has like a desert, but they they they're known for like um, like their Area casino. Area fifty one, right? Huh? Area yeah, 51. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, Area fifty one. <laughs> Is that uh, Nevada? I believe it's Nevada, yeah. Yeah, and Las Vegas is Nevada, isn't it? Yeah, Las Vegas. That's yeah. in Nevada. But they know, they're known for, like, the West Coast. They got, like, a lot of laws going on and stuff, and, like, they pass laws for, like, cannabis and stuff. Okay. A lot nice. of people start to see the benefits and stuff of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all pro it, to be honest. But over here in the UK, it's, it's still illegal. Um, at the moment, um, but you know, we, we th yeah, it's illegal over here in the UK. But the thing is, I think we'll probably see that change um, in the future. There's lots of there's lots of people that are kind of supporting it being legalized. I personally don't take it myself. Um, yeah. You know, I have done in the past, but I, I'm, I'm not I, I'm not really a regular user, you know, um, of of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see the benefits of it. I took a course on it. Like, it does help with pain. And depending on the turpins that you use, the turpins, um, you can, like, some some of the turpins that's in cannabis, like the flower, like, it can it can be more, like, energetic, make you feel energetic or more common, like your couch lock, or it can make you feel more paranoid. So you got to have the right turpins and, like, less THC, but a good bit of THC, but more CBD than THC. Okay. So it does help with the more CBD in it. And yeah. depending on the turpins, because some of the turpins they got like pine in, they got like so many different different turpins that can be on each plant. Like, like it'll have a majority of that certain turpin. And then yeah. the cannabinoids, like they, there's so many different cannabinoids, like CBG, CBN, CBD, THC. They got THCV, THCA. They got so many different cannabinoids in the whole plant and stuff. And most of the time, they take most of the cannabinoids out. They'll just leave one uh, cannabinoid, like more THC or more CBD. Mm -hmm. But it's a balance, and we we do have um, we have a endocannabinoid system in our body that responds to CBD and THC, and it regulates all our systems in our body. It gives us that balance that we need. That's so and interesting. And we have, um, I think it's called the. We have receptors in our body, with the within the cannabinoid system, like uh, CB, CB, CBD one, CB. I think it's CB one or CB two, CBD. I forgot how you say it, but mm -hmm. but uh, they respond to like THC and CBD, and it affects our like um, it deals with our nerve our, our nervous system, 
and our in in our immune our immune system. Wow. With the CBD, the CBD helps our immune system, and the THC helps our nervous system. So that's really interesting. See, like when you put it like that, you know, there's just so much science behind it, isn't there? When you actually yeah, put it in I took, perspective. I took a course on it. Um, there's a there's a school in Florida, in in uh, the states, and I took an online course, and they taught us so much. Like, I'm I'm supposed to be getting a certificate mailed in the mail. Nice. Cool. I mean, we so CBD oil for vaping and stuff is is legal over here. Um, but the actual marijuana, you know, the actual plant uh, for smoking is is illegal. Um, yeah, we like hemp. Almost everywhere, like hemp and CBD is legal mm, in the mm. states. Yeah. 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 Because it doesn't have much THC in it. It has like little to no THC in it. And they look at the benefits of like CBD helps with pain, it helps with stress, it helps with like a lot of different stuff, and it's natural. Yeah. No, it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. Really interesting stuff. I mean, like I said, you know, it's it's really interesting just to listen to that, you know, and hear about yeah. some of the benefits and stuff. It's really cool. So, have you got any other questions about the UK that you want to ask? What's some good places to travel to while in the UK? I heard of Devon. I heard of um, like London and stuff. What's the differences? Well, London's the capital city. Um, so, do you know what? London is like our version of New York, right? That's probably the best way yeah. to describe it. But it's also our capital city. So, it's kind of like Washington, D.C. and New York rolled into one. Um, but much smaller, of course. <laughs> yeah. But, New York um, yeah. is big. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's what London is. London's kind of like the 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 city, the the main city in the United Kingdom. Um, so that's obviously it's really good to go to. All the buildings are really old, like really old, which is really nice. The architecture is quite nice in some parts, but also it's really modern as well because it's the main city. So it's kind of like a really good balance between history and between uh, the sort of modernness that people enjoy sort of spending time in. So I definitely recommend London to people. If you haven't been already, then definitely definitely head over to London. Um, I suppose, really, you mentioned Devon. I, I probably wouldn't say Devon, mainly because with the rain that I was just talking about, I mean, the biggest thing about the UK is the amount of rain we get. Yeah. Devon can be really nice in the sun, but really horrible. And I mean, like, almost like hell, you know? I mean, like, dark. <laughs> <laughs> Rain, wind, storms, you know, it is yeah. dreadful. There's nothing worse than being at the British coast when it's a horrible day. So because of the fact that 50% of every single week is horrible in the UK weather, um, I wouldn't say go there for a week. I'd go there on a nice day, <laughs> but I wouldn't plan to stay in Devon for a week, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some of the nice places, we've got somewhere called the Lake District, which is up north in Cumbria. Um, and that's sort of a bit closer to Scotland and um, it's beautiful up there absolutely beautiful just full of lakes um, lots of um, high mountains etc etc really really nice that's always a really good place to to look at um, over there as well so I'd recommend taking a look at that and then Scotland as well Scotland is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to Um, the the nature the sort of landscapes the highlands everything that's over there um, is really really cool um, so I definitely recommend that Edinburgh as well the capital of Scotland that's a really big city that architecture there is even older than London pretty much well it's not older than London but it's um, it, it the, the buildings that are remaining are older um, so there's some really beautiful sites up at Edinburgh as well so 
you know, it's kind of that, that that's quite an expensive trip to be honest if you're going to go to all three of those places um, because that's yeah. basically the entire length of the UK. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what um, about um, what about uh, like the royal family and the history of like uh, England, like just like people that don't know about like the uh, the royal family and the kings and stuff that like what is all that about? I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So basically, we have um, a royal family. So basically, we still have a queen. Um, you know, so a lot of countries have abolished their monarchy. Uh, you know, when they went democratic, so like France did that, for example. A lot of European countries did that. So when they moved over to democracy, uh, they removed um, the monarchy. So obviously, you know, years and years ago, uh, Britain was one of the islands that was fought over. For, for you know many different types of people tried to try to fight it you had the romans you know you had the vikings from sweden everywhere everyone for some reason everyone wanted to have a bit of britain right um so obviously there was a king or a queen um of the uk and they would always fight in battles and then whoever won would then take over the throne all that kind of stuff but it also yeah. went through birth so um the child of the king or queen would then become the next king or queen right um, so that's yeah. carried on for years. I mean, pretty much the whole of the UK's existence has always had a monarch, um, a king or queen. So it's usually been the same family or someone's toppled the family and then their own families come into it. Um, and it goes all the way back to, you know, years and years. Some of the big ones to mention are Henry VIII, uh, which a lot of people know about, um, you know, very popular in history for, for what he did. William the Conqueror, you know, loads of different things like that. There's, there's so much history uh, in terms of the oh, battles, yeah. the fights, and all that kind of stuff that, that kind of happened. But in the modern day, we've got the Queen, um, and uh, she took to the throne in the 1950s, I believe. I don't know the exact date, um, but the 1950s. And um, she's been on the throne ever since. Before her, it was the King, um, King Edward. Um, and then before him, I believe it was another King, but I forgot his name. And then before that King, it was Queen Victoria. Now, Queen Victoria was the longest reigning Queen. Um, she was the one that decided to, to conquer the world, so that's when Britain went in you know, invaded India, other countries as well. And that's when we kind of um, took over, you know, majority of the, the, the rest of the world. The US as well, if you remember, you know, the whole thing there. We apologize for that just in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously you kicked us out, but, you know. <laughs> what happened? Well, the Boston Tea Party. So on the 4th, that's, oh, yeah. that's, uh, that's what the 4th of July is about, Independence Day. Yeah. So um, obviously... UK, the the Britain used to own the US, right? Well, not own it, we invaded it, right? So, you know, we didn't necessarily own it. We just kind of took it over. Um, and then um, the US people, the United States people, um, decided this isn't this isn't going to work, right? We don't like these guys anymore. Um, and then there was a big, big fight, big war and all that kind of stuff, the Boston Tea Party, all that kind of stuff. And then you formed your own government and all that kind of stuff. So the beginning of America comes out of the, um, the, the end of the UK's reign of, of America. Um, over there so you know we've we've been all over the world in terms of our history but now it's the complete opposite we're just a small island um you know we've just left europe uh, which has been a really big political drama in um the uk so now we're not even associated with our european neighbors we're completely independent um, which some people like some people despise you know so there's a big political um you know divide in the uk now between people that are like that but the monarchy don't have any part to play they don't have any um, power really they're kind of there as a sort of figurehead of the country but every decision is made all the laws are made by um, the UK Parliament so it is democratic it's not like a reigning person um, that just kind of makes the decisions you know so what has the Brexit um, did like 
since then, like how have, have things been since Brexit? Well, I'll tell you what, everybody in the UK was like, we just want it to be out of the news. Because every single news thing was Brexit, Brexit, Brexit for three years, right? And then obviously the thing that made it get out of the news was coronavirus. So that wasn't the best <laughs> alternative to uh-huh. um, replace it with. But um, we still, we've, we've, we left on the 31st of January 2020. We still, it's too early to tell at the moment. Um, we still haven't left properly. But, you know, it's not going to be very good, we don't think. Um, but it depends on where you sit on the fence. So if you're pro-Brexit in the UK, you can't wait for it to happen. If you're anti-Brexit, then you, um, you, you think this is all awful, right? And you're very worried about the future um, and all that kind of stuff. So everybody's got their own opinion on it. Um, but the vote, the vote itself, um, it was 52% voted to leave and 48% voted to remain. So the, the, it was so close, right? That's why there's been a real divide. Like families have been shattered over it because, you know, parents and children have disagreed. You know, loads of things have happened uh, from a political perspective. It's just been a complete split of the country um, throughout people's different views. But we're all getting over it now. So everybody that is sort of anti-Brexit um, is kind of accepted that it is going to happen. And now we're just kind of all going, let's just get it done, you know? What's so some the- positive things... What's some positive things you can tell, um, like, listeners and stuff, like, some word of advice? A positive word of advice? Yeah. Just do it. So many people have a vision or a dream or something, and they tell themselves they can't do it. And I would say to you, you know, you can do it. There's always a way. And all you need to do is sit there and think about how you can potentially do it. The human brain is the most powerful thing on the planet. It's done so much. The technology we're using right now, Zoom, you know, to communicate. You're in the US, I'm in the UK. That was all created by a human being, you know, a human brain, you know, created all of these things that we're using, all the technology we use and all that kind of stuff. So if we can do all of that, I'm pretty sure you can achieve your dreams and visions. You just have to think about how to do it. Well said. Hey, um, like, I love, like, uh, Europeans, like, because, like, they're so positive and like I know they're more woke and stuff. They're doing stuff like like with the new paradigm and all that. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're positive and they're trying to just vibrate higher and stuff. Like I I, I get a lot of that from uh, the people I talk to. Cool, cool, cool. So I have high I have high respect for um, Europeans and stuff like UK people. Oh, thanks, mate. Well, look, I don't, I don't represent all UK people. I mean, some, most of the UK is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why we're all in the pub. <laughs> but a lot of y'all are trying to change the world too. Yeah, I mean, we try, we do try. I mean, look, it's in our DNA. I mean, look, we've, we've, we invaded the world once. I mean, but this time we want to do it positively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no <Exactly>. murder. Oh dear. I mean, I'm not proud of the British record um, as a British person. A lot of my generation in, in the UK, we look at the past and we go, did we really do that? You know, because, you know, everything, even slavery and stuff was like a lot of British people back in, you know, years and years ago, slavery and things like that was because of Britain. So, you know, there's so much not to be proud of in terms of the history of, of the UK, um, which is a, a lot of things. So a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff that's happened in the UK, a lot of people have pulled statues down and stuff of people that were involved in that sort of thing years and years and years ago. So there's lots of change at the moment um, to try and make the UK a more positive place, you know. 
Yeah, I think we need some art in the world. Like, I think the the new generation could change the world, but we need we need some art even in the U.S. Like all over the world. Like we need to accept like others for who they are, and mm. like even with the religion stuff and the political side, like we need to like make some changes, like of how we're gonna move forward. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I think it's just a matter of time, though, Paul, because you know. The the way it works is is that obviously the people in charge now they were our age, twenty years ago, right? So yeah. in twenty years it will be our generation's turn to run the countries, right? Yeah, so I really amazing. do think it's just a matter of time, you know. Yeah, that's amazing to think about. Mm. So like in twenty years' time, when we're all a bit older, you know, I think that you will see that change. The only thing you have to bear in mind is that the younger people, the people our age in 20 years' time, will have a, a new vision of what it should be like. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it never stops, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It's it good, good talking to you. Uh, we're like 50 minutes in, uh, but it's good talking to you. And we talked on some good topics. Like, I, I love uh, that we, we got to talk. It's awesome, man. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, and all that kind of stuff and you know drop us a line if you ever want to do it again all right thank you cheers cheers